it to the Easy Yoga Podcast with myself, Gemma Nice, Easy Yoga founder, author, yoga coach, and relationship coach. It is my pleasure to have you here and for you to feel energized, calm, happy, and for you to have the perfect relationship with yourself, your partner, and your family without seeing a family therapist, changing your personality, or leaving your job. You will learn techniques and things to help you guide you through a better life through health, meditation, yoga, journaling, nutrition, and all things yoga for you to have the life you deserve and crave and for you to love yourself on a soul level. Thank you so, so much for being here today. And I am so grateful and so full of love to have you here. Enjoy this next episode. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode from Easy Yoga, all things relationships, well-being and yoga. And today I have a very special guest with me. Her name is Wendy Ann Steer and Wendy calls herself the well-being alchemist. Her modalities include empowerment and transformational coaching. She is an, also an EFT practitioner and meditation teacher and her purpose is honouring people's humanity and teaching them to do the same. Her passion is really around empowering people to take responsibility for their healing. So thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you, Gemma. It's lovely to be here. Thank you. Yeah. So how did you kind of get into this? What's your story behind doing what you do now? Oh, so I was in the corporate world. Um, mm. I was doing very well, actually. Um, you know, I'm a part qualified accountant. I was a, a project manager. I managed big teams. I was quite high level and I got ME. Oh. So I was struck down with ME, chronic fatigue syndrome. Oh. And it took three years of my life, really. So um, it was from there, I really had to look at holistic, looking at the whole being, because modern medicine, even now, can't help you with ME a great deal. They can't. My um, sister-in-law yeah. has just been diagnosed with it, actually, yeah. which is interesting. Yeah, yeah I'll send this yeah. to her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm passionate. I'm pa- and, and the thing is, you know, even now I'll tell people I had ME and they're like, you don't get over that, do you? Actually, yes, you can. And I spoke to somebody else recently who's completely recovered and it, it's... It's really sad that there's a belief out there, a limiting belief that, that once you've got it, that you're stuck with it. So yeah. that's kind of what took me on the path. I'd already, um, because I'd had fertility issued, I'd, I'd already been focusing on holistically trying to tackling that. And I did yeah. that a lot through things like reflexology. That's good. But um, yeah, yeah, reflexology. I love reflexology. I go and have it every month. But um, I, I just chose then to go, right, I've got to take ownership of this because the doctors can't really help me with ME. So that's put me firmly on the path. So meditation, particularly, you know, I was there every day. Um, and um, for me back then, it wasn't about a mindfulness practice. The last thing I wanted to be was very aware of my body. I was actually trying to escape yeah. my body, which is not an ideal practice long term, but short term, it served me. And that's how I really got the passion to meditate to meditate um, so frequently as well. Wow, yeah. that's incredible. Do you use an, an app or do you do your own ones or what do you do? I mix it up, really. Yeah, I like to mix it oh. up. I, I, I um, you know, if I can attend somebody else's meditation, I will. I like Insight Timer for the odd one as well. Um, or I can just practice on my own. Um, I, yeah, I'm not really fussy, Yeah, I think. Yeah. And did this then help you to completely get over it? As in like move forwards? Yes, it took you three years, but move forwards each day to a better feeling. Yeah, I was I was fortunate. I had a GP that listened to me, um, kept trying to give me antidepressants. And I was like, look, I'm not depressed. I have ME. You know, I'm going to get low. Yeah, but you should take antidepressants. And I bucked against that for a long time. But very luckily, he referred me to the rehabilitation unit of the hospital. So I had a psychologist. 
um, I had the occupational therapist used to come and see me and work with me with the pacing. Um, and then also I learned about the MS therapy centers that they have hyperbaric oxygen chambers. Yeah. So I started doing daily hyperbaric oxygen dives. And the reason I did that is I'd been, I'd been away in Peru actually with ME and I, and I, uh, it was utterly exhausting as you can imagine because of all the altitudes and everything. But for two weeks after that, I was right as rain. I was fit. I was fine. Wow. And that's when I made the connection about the oxygen. Yes. So I did. So so meditation, hyperbaric oxygen, uh, completely changed my diet. Um, yeah, I did. I did a lot. I did an awful lot. I probably tried too many things and probably didn't focus on one thing enough at the time. But I got there three years yeah. later. I got there. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. So do you yeah. use this now for your clients as such? Um, so, so this is another reason I feel so passionate about uh, meditation, about breath work. Um, you know, I've got a real keen interest in um, the research, but the body keeps the score that trauma's held in the body, not just, you know, mentally. Um, breath work, vagal tone. So I'm very passionate about um, polyvagal theory. I don't know if you know anything about yes, polyvagal yeah. theory, but, but yeah. So, so, so yeah, just explain what that is. So polyvagal theory is that the, 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 the vagus nerve, the longest cranial nerve in, 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 in the body, which goes all the way down our body. So things like breath work helps soothe vagal tone. We know that um, quality vagal tone increases resilience, increases immunity. And therefore, if we if we focus on that, so things like breath work helps soothe vagal tone. Um, you know, and, it, and it's very hard because it sounds like it's oversimplifying to, to somebody that doesn't understand all this. It's like you just got to take more deep breaths. Obviously, it's more complex than that. Yeah. But it's such a, an, 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 you know, an important starting point um, of working on, on, on breath work and things like that. So, yeah, I think I just I've just learned so much over the years that when I work with the clients, I'm looking at so many aspects of their life and, and things like breath work, it, 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 it's quite simple to, to implement. They don't have yes. to spend a ton of money to do stuff no, like this. No, and it's free. And there's so many different ones to do as well. Yeah. I love breath work and it is just incredible yeah. just for everyday life, yeah. like with the kids getting stressed out with the kids and stuff, just, yeah, just coming back into yourself. And there's so many different ones yeah. to do that you can do for different things of how you're feeling. Absolutely. And absolutely. And, and you know, and we know that the central nervous system that this is all, all linked up to, you know, you can feel threatened by things that you don't even know you're feeling threatened by. And that's in, increasing your stress response. And, and you're going to be not right. I, I, so, for example, at the moment, you know, um, we're having some building work uh, happening behind our house at the moment. And it's making my house vibrate a little bit. And I can feel the anxiety coming up. So, so my body is already it's in a stress response. Well, I'm not going to be at my optimum health if I remain in that state. So, so immediately breath work, meditate. If people don't understand that they're living in this heightened stress and that's, it's the chronic stress that's causing so many health problems in society yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Especially the fight or flight. You just want yeah. to, you're constantly, even in nature or like nature does it now, uh, animals and things, you're always on that fight or flight as in even if you're asleep you're thinking oh, i'm gonna get got or i'm gonna get eaten yeah. at some point so yeah although we have come on a lot evolved but we still have that in our system especially if we hear some a bang or something we're like oh what is that so then yeah. that immediately yeah. sets off the cortisol in your system the cortisol the adrenaline which won't leave our body for at least half an hour unless we do something with it you know and and if we could all learn i, it, I think it's madness that we don't learn all this when we're younger 
yeah and learn yeah. to regulate ourselves so I think I think people have lost the ability to self-regulate because yeah. life is now you've got all this stimulus around us all this social media um and they don't realize that that's hitting them all the time and 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 you know it, it, it sounds so simple but unplugging and going and spending time in nature has such value who'd have thought I mean I was one of those kids that you know didn't come back till dinner time at night running off in fields yeah. and stuff yeah. but this these these kids don't do that no they don't do that so they don't they have to find different ways to regulate and and it, you know I think it's going to be us that has to teach them it, the stuff that we did naturally or certainly I did as a child we're going to have to teach the next generation yeah we kind of have to unlearn it from yeah. our parents or from schooling or yeah education we need to unlearn it and come yeah. back into ourselves and actually i'm doing that with my children now so hmm. uh yeah but it, it should be taught in schools it shouldn't yeah. be it should be up to the parents yes but it should be also taught everywhere it shouldn't just yeah. have to be yeah but it, it's i mean i mean i love forest schools that the whole concept yes. of forest schools but yeah. i wouldn't have needed that as a kid because i was in the yeah. forest anyway yeah you know, yeah. and how sad is it that we've had to introduce that as a concept? Yeah. When we should just be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and and so so for me, you know, we we, we I'm a wild swimmer, so that's another thing I'm amazing. absolutely passionate about. I love wild swimming. That's amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, you're near near the sea. I have to do it in rivers and lakes up here, <laughs> um, and get to the sea when I can. But you know, we even know things like you know cold water immersion. That that yeah. short term, that acute stress, it helps reset immunity and and build us back up you know but for most people like why, why would you swim in a river that's that's dangerous yeah necessarily yeah <laughs> <laughs> as as yeah, what do you think everybody did before swimming pools yeah. <laughs> people did get in water before swimming pools by the way <laughs> you know but people think you're bonkers although again since covid there's been a massive surge in cold yeah, water swimming and yeah i haven't been watching it but the wim hof um series on the bbc at the moment i'm, I'm i am going to catch up on it because i did do my wim hof fundamentals training oh, um, wow. years ago um and, and i completely agree with what he does so so yeah, there, there are so many things. And I think um, nature is, is the key. And I think there's this thing that we think we're separate from it. And we're not. We're part no. of nature. We're not separate from it. No, we are. Yeah. If we go back evolved, we have evolved from monkeys who live in nature. So, yeah, yeah. go back. Yeah, to so we should, yeah. we should be back in that. Yeah, we should be back in that. Yeah. So, so, yeah, so going back to the kind of the ME question, you know, um, the solutions really laid in, in going back to the basics, almost almost childlike yeah in, in what I did I, I went back to creativity I went back to meditation I went back to to nature walking swimming you know and extra oxygen yes um and, and diet you know for food is medicine yes and again yeah. you know people are eating a lot of a lot of weird yeah. stuff these days yeah. not realizing yeah. and it's been normalized even the plant-based diet you know you, the frozen stuff you get is so processed yeah it is it's you know yeah yeah we should I think, you know, grow your own, do some stuff. Yeah. Imagine the health benefits of everybody growing their own food. Yeah, yeah. It would be amazing. Really you know, don't get me wrong. You know, we've got frozen chips in the freezer. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not spelt like I'm, I'm, I'm a chunky monkey at the moment. So I'm not, I'm not preaching here from a, but, but there are ways to bring yourself back. Yeah. And to look yeah. after yourself. Yeah. And it's about taking, and this is what I'm so passionate about is, is trying to facilitate people to do that. Yeah. Um, bring them back to centre and, and, and get back on that path to, to health and happiness and resilience yeah. Yeah. more than anything. And do you feel with yeah. the EFT, because you're an EFT practitioner as well, do you find that helps or helps now anyway with with just your clients or you and how you feel about life? 
Yeah, absolutely. So I wish I'd discovered EFT when I had ME. I've um, got to be what honest. is EFT for everybody that's listening? Okay, so for everybody else, so EFT, um, I, I tend to describe it to different people to see how they receive the information. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so um, yeah, yeah, you kind of adapt, don't you, to your audience. So as I'm talking to lots of people, it's quite hard to work it out. Um, so basically, it's called psychological ac acupressure. It's um, also known as tapping. So you're tapping on certain acupressure points. But whilst you're tapping, you are working through issues, problems, blocks um so some people believe it has like a hypnotic effect um if you believe in energy work then you're unblocking energy where it's where it's being held and in terms of the somatic work you're you're releasing trauma from the body that you're associating with different things so it's an incredible tool um, it can do no harm so uh, I love working with kids as much as adults kids are amazing at it absolutely amazing you know I've studied to an advanced level I, I, I you know we've had health conferences about it and I love it it's there's a mil there's some amazing research happening with a, a lady called Peter Stapleton in the U uh, no not in the US in Australia and she's doing a lot of really robust clinical trials and brain scans with wow. this so we're really seeing so we talked about cortisol the stress hormone we know that doing half an hour of EFT drops cortisol so you know and, and you know I mentioned body keeping the score but if we if you know not all memories are held in the brain the human brain yeah. they're held in the body itself uh, which you would know from your yoga um, and EFT releases that you know if you if your if your practitioner can really target you and, and and support you the work is amazing and I you know I've had I think an, a nice easy example to tell people I had um, an 11 year old that the mum came to me he'd been diagnosed and I've forgotten the long technical name but he had a button phobia okay. and he was about to start secondary school and he was going to have to wear a blazer and a shirt mm, yeah. so the idea of him doing up buttons and he couldn't even be near buttons um he doesn't have a button phobia anymore he doesn't love buttons I, you know yeah. I'm not trying yeah. to get into love buttons but yeah. but it but it was interesting it wasn't really about buttons yeah, yeah it, it manifested as a phobia about buttons yeah. so so there's some amazing work that, that EFT does and if I'm honest with you I kind of get most of my clients under the umbrella of EFT but then we'll do other work and we'll go more into the coaching and uh, you know I'll go okay well we need to calm the central nervous system so could you do this meditation I'll record a meditation yeah. and yeah um but yeah the EFT I think yeah. is phenomenal it's amazing yeah. actually I do that with my children and I get them to get a hairband or elastic band and put it on their wrist and just ping it because yeah. then that's really letting go everything but it's also bringing you into your body as well but also giving you yeah. something to do at the same time by letting yeah. go yeah well and actually we have tapping points on the on the fingers but actually it's a shortcut to tap on that point on the wrist um, so it's a good yes, point to yeah. do tapping on Mm, yeah yeah, it is. yeah. It is. oh it's incredible isn't it I love all this mm. stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah I do I do and, and, and I think you know I've got a real passion about learning all this stuff as well um you know it was only probably a few I, I, well, I'll, I'll never forget I, I booked to do a retreat with um I study quite a lot and I and I go on retreats a lot with a guy called Alistair Appleton so oh, he's yeah, a TV okay. presenter but he's a Tibetan Buddhist he's, he's down your ways on the south coast yeah and he's really gone the somatic route with his meditations and and, and I, I kind of followed him and I can't tell you the difference in terms of being in the body rather than I've always been very good at, at getting to sleep at meditating yeah. but once you're in the body it's actually quite a different ball game and and I think it's very very underrated 
It is definitely because again, mm. we need to unlearn everything that we've already been taught yeah. and yeah. all of the energies, well, even like the TV adverts or anything mm. around you. I don't even have the news app on my phone anymore. I don't look at the yeah. news anymore because it's all negative stuff that you're always bringing into your body. Yeah. And then you're feeling really rubbish because like, oh, that's happening or that's happening. It's like, well, there's nothing I can do about it. So I'm not going to let myself get upset about it because yeah. I can't do anything about it. So yeah. yeah, and just talking to friends or whatever, you're always absorbing all of this negative energy mm -hmm. all of the time. And yeah. then that brings you down, that brings your immune system down, that brings everything yep. down. It's just, so you need to then yeah. find ways um, to to get rid of all this stuff, yeah. You do, you've got to release it and and and, and find ways to be resilient enough not to hold on to it or, you know, it, 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 you kind of need to be like Teflon, it needs to flow back off, water off a duck's back, you know. It needs to go somewhere. Yeah. And and the only people we can really help is ourselves. And if we do look after ourselves, then we have the capacity yeah. to help others, support others, to, to facilitate others. And, and it's that, you know, I'll often say it to my clients, it's that positive ripple effect that you're putting out. Yeah. That's how you're going to do good in the world. You, yeah. you, there's no point you being upset about um, the war in Ukraine unless there's anything that you can do any kind of positive yeah. ripple that you can do yeah. you know it's 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 mortifying it's horrible but if I'm going to sit here and worry about it I'm another victim of yeah. that war yeah yeah definitely yeah now we are going to go to a short break see you the other side Welcome, dear one, to Paradise. We are Collective Seeking Paradise. It is a feeling, not a place. And we believe that we hold all wisdom for healing. We share our experiences throughout our journeys, as well as gain tools and support to flow through life's highs and lows. We are here on a sole mission to guide each other through the process of finding the path to paradise. Now we have incredible news for you. In spring 2022, we are expanding our services to include our own app called Paradise Movement. And we want to offer you exclusive access. This will include to have our virtual sanctuary as you know it, Paradise Movement. However, with the launch of our new app, there will no longer be a third party platform. We will just be a click away. This is a really easy to use app with lots of healing tools, e-programs and courses and lots and lots of healers which will help you on your path. I am one of these healers. So come over to this amazing app. It is incredible. Go to www.paradisemovementmvmnt.com for you to sign up and include yourself in this lifetime access for our full online sanctuary and for you to be healed. And do you find that with with your clients as well that the more they do all these things like EFT meditations eat well they then start to figure out how to do it themselves but also I suppose they've already made that decision to come to you but they need to make that decision in the first place to help themselves because you can have so many people saying right you need to do this 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 yeah. but it's up to you to change you need to change that yeah and of course you can't say that when somebody first comes no. to you and it, feeling completely broken and, and, and again I don't believe anybody's broken but, but people often come to you and, and particularly with EFT you know somebody who's done counselling for years well talking about your problem doesn't always solve it no. some people counselling is a lovely tool for me personally it only takes you so far yeah and that's why you need to go work with the body yeah. and, and and somatic practices and meditation yeah. and and um 
I, I don't know. I, I guess I've learned to be more subtle. Otherwise, you're pretty much saying I need you to stick with me for about six months to unravel all this. <laughs> yeah. So, so you know, you, you've kind of got to see what their commitment is. And some people don't know why they're coming to you. And I, I often get referrals and I'm like, OK, why have you come to me? Well, so and so told me to. Do you know what I do? <laughs> nope, not got a clue. I'm like, OK, right, see where we start then. You know, and, I, and then I need to establish, you know, how woo woo are they or how, you know, how out there do they think some of the stuff is that I'm doing, even though it's now very current and very yes. uh, researched. Um, so it's it's difficult, but it's always about empowering them. It's yeah. never about I'm going to I'm going to solve your problems. That's utter rubbish because no human can solve somebody else's and take them out of that. It's, yeah. It has to be them. Yeah. But it does take a while sometimes for them to buy in. And for some people, it, it doesn't land. And yeah. you have to just put your hands up and say, OK, that it's either not their time. I'm not yeah. their person. Yeah. And, and you just have to let that go. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. Yeah. But but, you know, I'm not a fit for everybody. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. I say that in my yoga classes as well. If you mm. if you have a new person that comes and I will say, just see how you go. If you didn't mm. like it, then that's fine. You haven't found your perfect teacher yet. And that's OK. <laughs> if you don't want to come back, that's fine. I'm not going to say, right, you need to come back. It's you just yeah. haven't found that right person yet. And I think yeah, exactly. by being open and honest with yeah. yeah with anybody, I think that's a better way to be than getting upset or why didn't they come back? What was wrong with me? And yeah, yeah. you can't be like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't be like that. And, you know, and I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice if you did think like that all the time. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, you help where you can and you let go where, where you have to and, yeah. and, and just see how it goes from there. I think as well, it's really nice that more doctors or surgeons or whatever are taking on more of a holistic side because... Well, especially like I'm trying to heal my pelvis at the moment. I've got really bad hip dysplasia, like I've got severe hip dysplasia. And it got to the point a few months ago where I saw a surgeon and they wanted to break my pelvis in three places and reset it back. But that meant I was going to be out for a year. So I went up to London, saw them. And I, at some point I will need a double hip replacement because my mum did at 52. But I've been looking into so many different things and now I've gone vegan. But like we were saying earlier, I'm not having any processed food or anything like that. Mm. I'm just sticking to what a vegan would be like nuts and pulses and fresh fruit mm -hmm. and veg, not doing anything else. And and he was and I said, right, OK, uh, like he said, what is what do you want from this outcome? I said, well, give me six months. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do Joe, uh, Joe Dispenza meditations, mm -hmm. which is incredible. Yeah. And I'm going to be vegan and I want another appointment in six months time. I'm going to have a CT scan to see what the difference is, because at the moment mm. I've got um, or did have uh, what are they call cysts where the bone right. is rubbing. And right. I was like, right, let's just get everything out go right inside my body even though I do anyway but even more than what I normally do and see where mm. we're at and he was like yep yeah, that's fine see you back in yeah. six months oh, wow yeah. I really wasn't expecting that I thought okay no you want to do a hip replacement you want to break my pelvis in three places because yeah. of the money or whatever they're trying to recoup all the money back from covid I don't know but I was really surprised I thought that is amazing mm. Yeah, but I think I think I think the problem with the NHS is people have gone because they always think there's a solution yeah. and there isn't always a nice, clear, definitive yes. solution because we're all so unique. Yeah, we're all reacting differently to, to, to different. We're, we're all in different Petri dishes. We're yes. all in different environments. Different things are going on. And, and what we're learning as well with um, with the human brain is the human brain gets what you tell it is going to get. 
Yeah. So if you can convince yourself and, you know, all through my ME, I was like, I'm not having this forever. I'm not. This is not taking over my life. Yeah. I always had a fundamental belief I would recover. Yeah. Whereas there's a lot of people that will just go, yeah, I've got ME. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's it. the thing. So, I think if you put yourself out there and like, I am going to get better. You will then automatically rewire your brain. You have new brain yeah. cells rewiring yeah. everywhere for you to do that. And the more you say that. Yeah. And there's, um, I don't know if you follow uh, Dr. David Hamilton, bless him. I love yes. Dr. David Hamilton. Yes. Um, and, and, and bless him. I've got one of the, the, the scans that he, he has a copy of where he talks about um, people playing the piano versus people thinking they're thinking they're playing the piano, doing the plinky plink. And the brain scans are the same. Wow. They're almost the same. So what the brain thinks it's doing, it's doing. Yes. So it's that kind of, and I, we're just not tapping into that enough. No, no. But, um, you know, so particularly with here. healing. Yeah. yeah, it's all here. We all have this ability, but but you know, and 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 you'll often hear people oversimplify. Well, is it mind over matter? Mm, we're not just talking positivity. We're talking embedding it. We're we're living it. We're breathing. So the other thing I do, I didn't mention this actually, is I do. I'm a firewalk instructor. <laughs> Amazing! I'd love to do so, that. <laughs> so, oh yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do it. We'll do it, Gemma. Yes. But but again, people are like, is it mind over matter? Well, actually, you've got to get yourself in that that positive state you've got to you've got to be ready you've got to you've got to prepare yourself to walk over the fire but yeah you don't come off with a ton of burns yeah you know yeah. You, you can walk over and those coals they are hot they are yeah. super hot we're not yeah. making this up yeah but it's achievable That's you know so, yeah. so there are so many things that we can do yeah um and, and again it's just not taught we're just we're just not you know I, I do think every child should be taught to meditate I emphatically yeah. believe yeah. it should be on the curriculum and they should be doing it every morning before they even study I do also think and I you know I said to you earlier that my, I've got twins they're 16 years old they're both doing GCSEs as of next week you know and I went and had a meeting and I, I said oh um what are you doing about exercise I said, are they doing something like a, a walk every morning? Oh, no, I know they do that in some of the primary schools. And you're like, oh, what the this heck? Is the time they need it most. <laughs> you know, if, they, if I had my way, and the trouble is, mine get school transport, so they're not even walking to school. Yeah. I'm like, if I had my way, we'd get them in, we'd get, we'd, get them, we'd get them on a nice walk, we'd give them a nice breakfast, and we would meditate before we even sat them down in front of um, an exam. Yeah. Um, and, and it's hard for me to facilitate that because, of course, we even know teenagers have a different circadian rhythm. So they could do with more of a sleep in. So me trying to get them up early to do all that, not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I just think there are just so many things that we can give people access to and work with. Um, and it, it's, it's falling on the likes of you and I, because yeah. people like the NHS, they can't pick it up. They don't have the capacity. Yeah. And, you know, it's so simple. This social prescribing, I think, is, is a really good way forward you know well maybe you need to go for a walk with a group on on set yeah. day a week maybe you need to go dancing because we know that that builds up yeah. the energy and puts you yeah. positive um there's so much to do I think Gemma I think there's a there lot is. to do and I really yeah is. and I think we're in a world where we are needed more and more to be doing all this stuff yes yeah for sure yeah to mm. spread the word and yeah just yeah. let everybody know that it's here out there for you not just the NHS is there to yeah try and heal yeah. you or yeah give you pump you full of medication that you don't actually need because you can heal yourself you absolutely know, over time yeah yeah definitely yeah what kind of yeah. meditation would you say different meditation for different people because some people especially i've noticed as well with my clients they think meditation is like sitting cross-legged 
closing your eyes uh, and like oh, it's not it's not at all so do you no. find that as well that you have that um i don't know what the word is that thing that people yeah it, do you know what yeah there's a lot of people i've tried meditation i can't meditate do yeah. yeah. you try it with me just try it with me so actually um i studied i deliberately studied meditation um and got a qualification in it Gemma because I was getting frustrated with going to some classes and 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 them going oh you've had a bad day let go of your bad day and I'll be like I haven't had a bad day and, and you and my dialogue was going wrong and and the words they were using and words have power and you you go into a you know you're going into the subconscious you're they, they've got they're you're an ear they've got an earworm yeah. your subconscious no I'm not letting those people in so I deliberately went and qualified in in in, in it um, so we trained in lots of different types of meditation. So the only thing I can't do is transcendental because that's obviously a particular yeah. practice that, that you do. Um, so yeah, mindfulness visualizations. And the more I've learned, um, yeah, it's kind of like you just give people a different entry point. You yeah. just see what you think is going to work. Yeah. So for example, you know, men like a bit of a visual aid and, and I know I'm generalizing and I don't mean to, but generally if I'm in a room, in a corporate space, for example, and I'm running a minute, the first thing I do is square breathing. And I'm like, right, Love breathe in, breathing. hold for four. And they, they love that. Yeah. And I'm like, right, just have a TV screen in your mind and then you do that with your hand. And, you know, um, so yeah, whereas some people me with the me i needed to go off with the fairies quite frankly because mindfulness practice my body was not my friend yeah. did i really want to be sitting in that pain right then no i didn't you know i need something to take me away but but what's also interesting is we now know different meditations affect different parts of the brain yes so there's science now so it's it's getting much easier to go okay well we know this one affects you know the empathic part of the brain um so something like a loving kindness meditation uh, which we also know is good for vagal tone because it releases oxytocin. I mean, the, yeah, the benefits are so researched now. Yeah. And I, I make sure I have the science to tell people and that convinces them. Yeah. Whereas if you just said this was some kind of woo-woo practice and you need to meditate, yeah, whatever, Wendy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's, uh, and, and interestingly, I'm starting next week with weekly meditations for um, a tutoring company that are doing like revision and exam stuff for kids online. And one of the things we're putting in is a weekly meditation. I'm just wow. calling it a reset your brain. Yeah. You know, let's just reset yeah. your brain. It will yeah. give you a better capacity to absorb information. Um, so, yeah, different meditations, yeah. different people, yeah. different paths. Uh, but it, eventually all roads lead to Rome. Once you crack meditation, you can pretty much try different ones. And obviously, and, and you must have found this, different days. There are days we can't meditate, even yeah. as practised um, meditation people you know and that's okay yeah you know? yeah we don't we don't meditate to be good at meditation do we yeah that's, that's the point yeah, yeah yeah definitely I had a friend that she messaged me uh Wednesday I think it was and said oh, I can't do this I can't do meditation and I said right okay we'll go mm. out for a walk take the dog out for a walk and mm. go in the woods because she lives right next to the woods and just don't listen to anything. Don't don't plug in your iPod or whatever. Listen mm. to what's around you. Like feel the wind in your hair or yeah. on your face, or listen to the birds or the crunching on your feet when as you walk. So uh, yes, do kind of yeah. that. That's a form of meditation as well. Yeah, that's a mindfulness meditation. But what we do know is, you know, mindful med meditation uh, uh, affects the uh, beta brain waves. But then if we drop down and we do the deeper meditations, then we're going into theta. So that's when we can like, kind of enter the subconscious, um, the creativity side, the imagination. So different ones will drop us down a little bit further. 
Um, uh, so yeah, and, and Joe Dispenza, you mentioned Joe Dispenza, but his work has just been amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. amazing, absolutely incredible. And mm. do you do you work with like ME people now as well? Because like you're you're out of that now, so. Yeah, do you know what? I I I'll work with anybody. God, I sound so cheap, don't I? I'll work with anybody. Um, but but um, but the other thing that I have an issue with, and I know that we're often taught to niche in in our line of work, but I don't want to necessarily be stuck in that space. Yeah, I'm recovered, so I'm more than happy to help people with ME, and I do have ME clients. I have about three on my books at the moment. Um, yeah. but it, it it's not necessarily my passion. I, yeah. I, I can almost just demonstrate. Look we can recover I can help you there are things that we can do to support but also these people often don't have the money to pay for me yes yeah. you know they're on full disability or if that's even if they can get disability in this day and age or a pit you know yeah. one of my clients has just lost her pit even though she yeah. can barely work wow you know so I know that, that, that she's going to be strapped and there's only so much I can do for free so yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah absolutely I am passionate that that's something that you can recover from so therefore yeah. I'm more than happy to work with people with that yeah yeah, yeah. and three takeaway points today now I'm putting on the spot <laughs> oh my gosh right takeaway points give me an example what would a takeaway point be <laughs> uh would you do or yeah would you do meditation every single day or like two minutes of it every single day well help you or yeah yeah if I had my way um, yeah, a cold shower yeah the 30 second cold shower you know short-term acute stress build immunity but yes yeah, so if you can do that I've, I have to say I find cold showers really hard I have an outside cold shower for that very reason <laughs> oh, wow. but but I find cold water immersion much much easier um so I, I you know every sympathy to somebody that says I can't because it's hitting you it's like coming at you whereas you can just <laughs> drop in it it's so much easier um so yeah th you know if you can do a 30 second um cold shower if you can meditate 10 minutes a day because you know if you just think about the brain you're just l allowing some of it to calm down and then you'll have that better capacity um and you know sleep hygiene people forget how important proper sleep is leave your phone outside the door you know get have a regular sleep pattern um i do not cope with life if i haven't um had enough sleep i had a bit of a late night last night and i'm gonna go slow today just because i met somebody and it was an hour's drive back you know we had a meal but um and it affects me and, and people that are, are, are on that kind of deficit it's not healthy so you know sleep hygiene is another big thing i think yeah perfect and where can we find you what's your website or your uh yeah your social media platforms Okay, so I'm on LinkedIn, Wendy Ann Steer. Uh, I'm on Instagram as uh, the Wellbeing Alchemist. So it's the underscore Wellbeing underscore Alchemist. Uh, I'm on Facebook as well as the Wellbeing Alchemist. Um, so you can find me in most places. And my website is www.thewellbeingalchemistasoneword.co.uk. Perfect. Thank you so much for coming on. It's been incredible. Thank you for having me. It's been very easy to chat to you, Gemma. It's been no problem at all. <laughs> we'll definitely pleasure. catch up soon definitely yeah definitely thank you oh so as always I would love to hear your thoughts about this episode so please leave a comment or tag me on social media using at Yogi Gemma I'm always so grateful to hear your thoughts and thank you thank you thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this episode I will be back next week with another one another fun episode for you guys to listen to and also please leave a review on iTunes or like and subscribe to this podcast because it really means the world to me so 
thank you thank you thank you so much and i will see you very soon Bye.